on this episode of my, my, my life podcast, I tell you about a series of events that all stems from me falling in love with one of my caregivers with in the government funded government regulated uh, adult care home system that I live in is a big no no but it happens quite often. Although not, not quite often. But it happens more often than you think. And my instance started New Year's Eve of 2017. Uh, It was New Year's Eve and the normal graveyard we had at the time running the night off for Shakers in the New Year. So they called in one of the uncles who was able to pick up the fly. And I was highly invigorated because it was New Year's and I don't spend New Year's sober as general. And so uh, I was just hang, hanging out in my bedroom doing, you know, lots of Less movies, I was keeping the nice of no real issues until my cup ran dry. And when it did, I went out and to ask the lady for a refill. And she says, sure, I'll, I'll eat you something. Well, she took one year at me, and she realized, even though I was well composed and kept my nerves and kept my core, that I usually do. It took about five seconds to realize I wasn't sober. That I wasn't in a hiatus. I wasn't sober. So I basically said, yeah, but I, I'm not, I'm not in do anything if that's what you're worried about. And she said, no, I just made a thing. Because I like to have a little fun too every once in a while. And the your sign is if you feel that your sign. And I said, my friend, you very hold it pretty well. And after a while, we are carrying on a perfectly normal, perfectly happy, perfectly coherent conversation. And please tell me a little bit about her kids and 
telling me that she's a bit of a country girl and I'm, I, I, I'm telling her a, a, a little about myself and when I've been doing it, I'm even more chatty so I, I, I'm just and we're just kind of doing our thing and pretty soon it's about two in the morning and I'm starting to sober up the pad but we're still going we're still tight and She's telling me a little bit more about her past and about her life and about her dad and her kids and all that sort of stuff. And I'm telling her a little bit more just talking to her, you know, trying to get to know who I working with and pretty soon I decide to go to there because by there it's three forty four o'clock in the morning and I, I've gotten some drunk to browse so I decided just to call her the night so she can see the bed. No problems, no issues, no. She's. She's new, but she's confident in what she's doing. She at that time, she's been in the, in the field and she was eight, ten years old. She put ten years in at that point. A lot of them were working in high medical needs health homes. I I am him considered so she was considered and so she 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 just kind of says well she this time and I we said bye let's say that that well, so so. I woke <coughs> I woke up the next morning and I thought hey, because she was a country house we had some things in common and it's very rare to a country-oriented type caregiver who I can be related to. They're out there, they're just hard to find. So, a few weeks later, we had another urban fifth for whatever reason. So they called her again and she's able to pick up the fly. And so I thought, hey, cool, this one might be kind of fun. <coughs> but I see this, I was so 
when, when she showed up this time. So, she was so tired, we just kind of set up where we left off and, and telling me more and I'm telling her more and I'm, but this time I'm kind of keeping an eye on myself by this point I realized that we have friend so I'm kind of myself because I realize we have something common in the way we were raised and how we think and all that. So I thought I'm talking to her and I realized my heart was tender, which is as hopefully all of you know is one of the first signs you find far from somebody. It, it was perfectly natural. I wasn't worried about it, but that, that's why I was wasn't. So we just keep going pretty soon. It's for a quack in the morning again. So, so I decided it's time to bear repeat the process again everything goes well and we do this how I would say uh, about February and by February I have a pretty good idea of where I'm at. Not only do I, do I have somebody else I talk to and somebody else we relate to, but my best friend, she knows about my disability, she knows about my high school days, she knows about my family, never met any of them, but she knows about them. And it's also by this point, I realize that I'm not going to bed on Saturday night because she can only work Saturday night because at that time she was a single mother, had five kids. Needed child had to be able to work and all the all of that and her mother was her babysitter. But it took her a few days earlier in the week to be able to set that up and every week. So for her to be able to work there. So, not only am I excited to 
year, I voted this year. His now that the boss worry, I wanna be able to hear that worry. So we go and I and February comes to mark and one night the bow of the sixteenth not so about four thirty in the morning. She takes me to bed, and I this is the it's at the house and 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 goodbye like like we always do, but only this. And she put that night, night wheels on the side of the bed and she leans over to what I thought was give me her that she, she kisses me. Now, it wasn't a big, long, nasty, romantic type thing, but it was a definite kiss, and so I just, it, it, it put me by something, and it caught me off God because she, kind of this snack up on me with it. So I, but I kept my cold and I refunded up for me and I, I gave a little bit of squeeze, we sat by and we parted as friends and so the next week she comes in and I just fly out her do you realize that you did last week and she says yeah I I I I I kissed how did we like it? And I said, I But if you're gonna, if we are gonna do this, we're gonna, I want you to be honest with, with me, and I will be honest with you. Well, uh, so, so we always that we were good friends with, with Pepper because she and I, she was just coming out of a marriage and she was going towards the bus and all that. So she was just having fun with, with considering the circumstances was just fine. And we, we want a favor, we want an engaged married or any of that. So I let it slide that I I was very pointed with the from, from that time forward don't 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 with me if you 
find something else that you know is an art. It'll probably hurt a little, but I'd rather you be honest than that with me. Although, so she said she would, and I believe that she was. But remember, that whole thing about falling in love with your caregivers being a big no-no. And one place that I messed up, and I will always, always take full blame to the day I die for this is she told me not to tell anybody about what we were up to, but me being the then immature 17 slash 27 year old that I was, so oh, but to be there, we're our friends. Nobody will tell, nobody will know it's not a big deal. Oh, I was very mistaken about that. Said, yes. Seven out of the eight people I told had the secret, but it was the eight little weasel. He found me nameless, but if you ever hear this, you know who you are. But uh, it was that person who was that, very black and white and very deep on the road and this is why him blah 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 and he's the one that told and who he told it uh, was my my friend super and and so even if me and my fr friends were, were rolling on our this side, which we were, I mean, there was never a crossword, never a mean spirit comment, never. And she told me she had a couple of babies that, like I said earlier, due to the sense that I wasn't worried. She has none of them were very serious. And I realized, due to human nature, that humans like to play the field, especially when they're coming out of marriage or long-term commitments. So I was worried at that at the same time I was head over wheels with her. And she was me, she was easy to talk to. We picked up the conversation just right where we left it off. There was nothing to it. It came easy, it was cool. So I was in her heaven every 
Father of for the better part of eight months. So, because of the fact that the, the fellows onto us, people started wondering in the office, but the people who had, I had questions and they had trust in me to know what I was doing. They did me a solid and just kind of let things slide along under the table. They had her being there, gave the normal graveyard. Saturday night, now a weekend, uh, a night off to sleep, to spend with her kids, to spend with her then fiance and do whatever. So she was fine with it because of reasons right there. Says she knew that I was, or that we were well there. So everybody was fine with that. Uh, but so, uh, you walked around. And it's getting close <coughs> to Father's And I get a text from my mother a couple of weeks before Father's Day saying, Me and Dad would like you to come home of our father's day weekend so that you can spend some time with that plus we we we, we had another home we were building at the time to, to be able coming out of family and family will there and for me to have all the stuff I need to take to be comfortable when I was on the road. So I knew that was in the works. So I told my lady of Jesus, okay, fine, you, you go home, you do your thing, you, you, or if I'm in, or work the fifth, like I always do it, and we'll just pick it up, like, like, we we do the next time I see you. Well, so that was fine. But me, 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 I thought then <coughs> well, maybe it will rain. Maybe something will happen and I won't have to go home for the weekend and maybe I can come home Sunday do the Father's Day deal and still be able to see you and and kill two brothers one son.
So, uh, a few days before I would go to my dad, they didn't tell him, I, I want to come home, but I have plans that Saturday night. Can we just do breakfast? Or lunch or dinner or whatever. And he says, yeah, that's fine. Just let me know and we'll tell you about that. Or in the meantime, I have my mother who just read it maybe in the world <coughs> and uh, so she's trying to have me spend the most time with that possible and so she's trying to talk to me about still coming home for the weekend and I didn't want to start a fight or a fuss. So I said, oh, oh, I don't really want to, but I'll do it. So my dad, she invites my, my, my lady to come with me. Hey, my dad, she knew that I was trying to have a lady because I had spent a few days in the hospital and they had me on all sorts of whatever, whatever. And so I was, I, I told them when I was higher than a, Hi, that she didn't mind. She, she knows that I'm in my early 20s. I'm fully mentally fascinated. She knows I have a set of jazz character. So she just says, oh, be careful, but see how she wears and and if it was that right, we're we're open to it. So so she trying to get me come home, trying to. Whatever. I'm trying to say, no, mom, I always come home. I always pop the bed. But by this point, uh, it's Father's Day. I'm coming home that I'm running out of time to make anything work. So I, I just tell Mel, I'm, I'm sorry, I, there's no other way to make it work. I have to come home, but if you can do it, and you can find coverage, you can come with. But she had find coverage because she was coverage. And that's only so much coverage. And so I go home for Father's Day weekend. Knowing that people were on to us, people were fine to 
fear have that there was something going on in Melinda houses and it was not quite close at least by the system servers. So I come back that Sunday and one of the one of the normal graveyard ladies who also dreams this a few days told me that somebody told the management about us and so my because of that my lady had been told she couldn't see me anymore. So as soon as she said the fence, my heart went and felt like that went out of it. My room case, I started to cry. I, I didn't want to Obviously, I did, and I knew I had to, but at that moment, you could have me a pile of concrete, and I wouldn't have. So I ate I. I went back to my room. I tried to call my friends. There was no answer. I tried pesting her. There was no answer. And I knew what I'd do. It. I, I, I'd run it when I started to tell everybody has was you put that initial template on the side of a boat and you put that hole and the water gets in it it that hole was just kicking and bigger and bigger and there, and there eventually, you just can't keep the water out anymore. And I know that's kind of a funny reality, but uh, analogy, but with, with every person I told, made that hole a little bit bigger a little bit there, a little bit there, and then finally it got out that the one that actually told the, uh, the management. And I was actually there the night that he did it. Because me and Mel have set up a shift for her to work. But there was, there was issues at one of the other houses and there and she was they needed a female staff and and she was a female staff and she was a felt for a brief period. So she tells me, tells me, I don't know about this one. I how to go ahead with the fish, do what you need to, 
very happy friends that I am capable of having perfect healthy relationships that life all about. Yes, it's a little bit different. They have a nice disability. But uh, why I say the, the system is severely flawed is because of the fact that I need physical help. You know, now go to bed, say you then for your sweet dinner to take towers. Because I need help with that, but not the mental side of it. They, the, the, the sister puts me in a box that that doesn't let me live that the way of perfectly not that it's normal perfectly and one of the big challenge points that the system tries to sell you on is the fact that they want you and I should have every opportunity to lead as normal of life as possible. Well, my estimation and my understanding of life, and I know I'm not the only person out there who's been in this box. If you see a pretty lady, regardless of how you meet her, you should be able to get to know that lady. And if the relationship starts to pay a little bit, so as long as you know what you're doing, you should be able to have room to take the relationship wherever it seems fit to be taken. And this is something that has made me a little bit better about the system ever since then they have so kind of put a period on this whole story. After a few months, me and her did, were able to reconnect and, and I was trying to pack things up and Say I told that I I pushed too hard and pursued it, and that was my fault. But if 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 the systems were be set up in such a way that it has the rules for the people who needed the mental protectors, but also has a way for people like me to have the mental freedom to be able to pursue those type of relationships if one of those type of relationships starts to transpire 
that we, we should be able to have the choice to be able to do that. And I asked you, why can't we everybody else will answer have the people who listen to this have wives or your friends or some derivative of that. So why I regardless of if she was my caregiver or not. This because I have been thinking about it ever since it happened. And I, I said, oh, yeah, I did. So we found that there is I was the one that opened my mouth. But with all that being said, this is something that I feel needs to be thought about. This is something needs to be done. Are we done about the system and the fact that I feel so, so funny about this issue has, has made all part of my life. Well, to it, I'm Mike Marble, and I hope you will end this episode of listen as you make your next path through town.